Good morning and happy Friday to all of our listeners. I know we just released a podcast episode yesterday covering markets, but today we have a special bonus episode that we're really excited about. I've got Curtis Bosma with me this morning. Curtis grew up on a dairy farm in California and has been a senior risk management advisor here at High Ground for a little over six years. His primary focus is creating and executing risk management strategies for dairy producers. He's also a licensed insurance agent offering dairy revenue protection to customers. Dairy Revenue Protection, or DRP, has significantly changed how U.S. dairy producers manage their risk. We're going to go over the how and the why our customers are utilizing the program. Curtis, thanks for coming on. Why is DRP such a popular tool for producers just getting started with risk management? Yeah, Alyssa, thanks for having me. DRP has been a huge opportunity for a lot of dairy producers that are just kind of getting started to take a look at risk management in its simplest form. It's protection against declines in either the milk price or milk production in your specific state or region or declines in both. So in its simplest form, it provides a price floor. The coverage periods are quarterly and available up to five quarters out with no volume restrictions. So that makes it pretty significantly different than the MPP program. That's now the DMC program where it has the tiered pricing based on the volumes that you're covering. The pricing is based off the futures market. So the daily, when futures markets settle, we get prices in the afternoon and those prices are going to dictate where the coverage kicks in specifically for DRP. There's also class and component pricing available. So this becomes a really nice feature for dairy producers that have higher component producing herds are able to properly cover their butterfat and protein values they just introduced for the latest crop year, an addition where you can now cover class four component values. So you can cover non-fat solids as well as butter fat production there. And I think the biggest thing that I think everyone is really appreciative about this program and, and really enjoys about it is that the premiums are subsidized and they're also deferred to the end of the coverage period. So if you compare DRP coverage to something similar that you might get on this CME, like buying a put option or something like that. Not only is DRP going to be cheaper because the premiums are being subsidized, but it's also going to be deferred to the end of the coverage period. So you don't have to put any money in a margin account or deal with margin calls or any of those headaches. So I think for people that are just kind of getting into risk management or or people that have had previous experiences that weren't necessarily positive, this is kind of a great tool to get them back in and get everybody taking a look at how to get their milk covered. So can a producer currently using futures and options utilize DRP to enhance their risk management strategy? Yeah, we've seen a lot of people over the last couple of years that have had consistent strategies using futures and options, and they've kind of shifted their strategies here pretty recently, taking a look at what DRP provides and, and how to use that as sort of a baseline to establish coverage. And then using futures and options kind of around that DRP to enhance that coverage. So there's three objectives that I like to walk people through when they're looking at DRP in addition to futures and options strategy. And the three objectives really are one, people are looking to potentially offset the premiums that are going to be owed for DRP by selling options or something around where that coverage would kick in. The second objective there would be to get coverage that's a little bit closer to the market. For those that are a little bit more familiar with DRP coverage, 
the highest coverage level you could get is 95%. So essentially that is a price floor being established at 5% below the market. For some people, they prefer to have coverage at the market or much closer to the market. So there's different strategies you can employ to put protection in prior to where that 5% decline would occur. So that's definitely kind of an advantage that some people are looking to take on there. And then third, and this was there's a great example of this here recently with the second quarter of 2020, but people are looking to protect unrealized indemnities. So if you remember going into the, uh, the COVID craziness back in February and March, people that had coverage on for Q2 of 2020 were, were going to get some enormous payouts on their DRP coverage. And the risk of what was going to happen was potentially that the market would start to rebound in June. And I don't think anyone would have anticipated it to make quite as strong of a move as it did. But a lot of people saw their Q2 unrealized indemnities for DRP wither away as that June contract rallied to significantly higher level, which took that Q2 average up rather significantly. So there's a lot of strategies you can kind of employ around that, whether it's buying call options or buying futures or something like that to protect those unrealized indemnities prior to when that insurance coverage period expires. That's great. It sounds like it's grown in popularity, that's for sure. What percentage of milk in the U.S. is now covered by DRP? So we just closed out the sales period for Q4 of 2020, and we have roughly based off of prior year's production. Obviously, we don't have all of this year's fourth quarter U.S. milk production recorded yet, but it looks like we're just under 30% of the milk in the U.S. is covered. For Q3 of 2020, this was about 32% of production. So I think there's been, with some of the volatility recently, it's made some of the premiums more expensive and such. And there's been a little bit of apprehension to continue to stay in and, and layer into additional coverage. And then as you look out to 2021, I think there's still a significant amount of milk out there that's yet to be covered with DRP. So, I mean, we're looking at Q1 of 2021, we're just at about 16.5% of expected milk production covered there and Q2 at 13.3%. So there's still a significant amount of people that are uncovered going into this next year. And, and with a lot of the uncertainties that are going to happen here in the next 30 days, I think there's a possibility of markets making a pretty significant move going into next year. So we're kind of encouraging people to continue to layer into that 2021 coverage as markets are still providing decent price levels going forward here. Well, it sounds like a solid option to me, uh, especially given all the uncertainty. Uh, tell our listeners what the sign-up process is like and how to get a hold of you to get enrolled. Yeah. So another nice part about the DRP program overall is the sign-up process is much simpler than setting up a brokerage account. There's no need to send across financial documents or anything like that. All we really need is information about the ownership. It's a pretty simple form. And I've got a couple of ways that I've been helping customers out with getting set up quickly and easily. So if you're interested in moving forward with something like that, just shoot an email over to drp at highgrounddairy.com and we'll take care of you right away. Thanks so much, Curtis. I'm sure our listeners got so much value out of this conversation. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you have a fantastic weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information, as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Thank you.